Cordy has inherited a creepy mansion from her reclusive uncle, Dr. Zorba. But along with the mansion comes the ghosts that live inside it. This is the Wrong Term Podcast. How's it going? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is going to be our first uh, podcast of the new year. We're going to put up a quick side note. This is going to be a tribute to the first episode that we made because we lost that one due to some um, audio uh, technical difficulties. difficulties. (laughs) So this is tribute to that episode. This is going to be a recap of, you know, like the Tenacious D song, the greatest song in the world. This is a tribute. This is a tribute tribute. to the greatest song in the world. Mm -hmm, 100%. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Today we're going to be doing 13 Ghosts from 1960. We've been talking about this one for a long time. So we're excited to do it. This is Courtney's Jam and Butter. Jam and Butter. (laughs) I just had never seen the 1960 version. I was blissfully unaware that it, it existed. I think... A lot of people don't know that this that Thirteen Ghosts was a remake. You know how like everybody nowadays would be like, "Oh, this is a remake of a remake," or you know, and, yeah. and any new yeah. horror movies come out, it always comes out like, "Oh yeah, did you see the original? It was made in 1982." And I'm like, "What? Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't feel like it's that long ago." Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This is from 1960, so I I guess fair maybe people quite didn't realize it. I mean, it was a remake. Maybe the Matthew Lillard, Shannon Elizabeth one in like 2001, and my boy Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub, and I think it just. Yeah, I think it's it just I don't know maybe like the previous generation knew, but I don't remember anybody telling me back then that it was a remake. No, yeah. like I kind of knew the more maybe popular ones like House on Haunted Hill, uh, that had that had the old school versions like this one. I guess I'm trying to think. I but. think, I think that no, oh Haunted Hill, yeah, yeah, because I'm thinking of the Haunting, which is also a remake. Which is yes, but no, also I don't think anybody told me back then either that it was a remake. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we were just out of the loop. Yeah. You know? But uh, before we tap into this movie, we're going to be talking about some horror news in, in the upcoming new year. Um, and we got a couple things coming down the pipeline. We're just going to there's a lot of horror news out there, but we're just going to hit on some couple of things that got me really excited. So remember Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be doing a TV show. And I'm actually really, really excited. I'm really surprised. That they never did a sequel or a spinoff or any other things because that movie's held up so well. Yeah. Um, but that is like the exciting part of this one, I think, because there isn't anything else. So this is like, yes, they're finally doing it. <laughs> finally. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting for that, the brothers. That the squeaking that. you might hear is, <laughs> oh, is man. So they never did anything with it. I believe it is the, let me see, I'll look it up right now. So that should be exciting. Mm-hmm. And I had asked you before in the original version of this recording, what would you want? Do you want campy or do you want scary? Um, I said scary. I I'd actually really like to see scary. I totally I want. know I'm the camp. I love camp, but I would like to see the some scary fucking clowns. Oh, it's already. Oh, yeah. I thought it was already slated for. Um, oh, no, there is a, a ret- the return to killer clowns from outer space. 
I guess there is a sequel. Well, but it's like here a we go again. Out of the loop. We did not see that one then. I I surely didn't. Yeah. What's it on? The second one, the return. What's it called? Yeah, the return. Uh, Chiodos, um, the, the brothers. They were actually the brothers that were in the ice cream truck. Those were the directors. Oh. And the special effects guys. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So they were actually in the movie. Uh, I like when they do that. No, the movie was great. Um, so I think the, those are the brothers that end up with the clown, the female clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the return of killer clowns from outer space. Well, then we were wrong. Mm. <laughs> it's a good thing we took a second to look. I think there was like a... But also... still, there's not a lot, I guess, like considering. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I guess, yeah. We were... <laughs> exactly. We were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and speaking of TV shows uh, and segueing into our topic for today, um, we were also really surprised that 13 goes since it's basically like a uh, public domain property uh, hasn't been remade or had anything done with since. Um the nine two thousand version? I think it's it? 2000, 2001. 2001 version. And turns out, yep, yeah, news came down the pipeline this year or at the end of 2023 that they were going to be doing a 13 Ghosts uh, show for streaming, which I'm like, all right, I could totally see it. You know, 13 Ghosts, 13 episodes, what have yeah, you. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to get what I've always wanted out of this miniseries or whatever it is <laughs> it's gonna be like what the background stories the yeah i really want the in-depth of all the the ghosts and that's just like you're playing with it essentially you know you're that's what i would do when i was a little kid you know everything had a background story everything had yeah. rich history and you could totally see that with this like flashbacks or storylines of how these ghosts die to become these and trap whatever i think we're gonna get it at least i hope i mean with killer clowns like i could see it being really really creepy and really scary because like clowns and dark spaces or whatever and Caddy valley yada 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 but like i don't know if this one's gonna be as scary because 2001 version didn't scare me it was it didn't it was campy and it was it's... it was campy yeah for 2001 yeah so I don't see this, but if they could, I guess you're right. It didn't scare me, except for the um the only one that did kind of freak me out was the one that's in the straitjacket in the cage uh, in the remake. Yeah, the one in the cage. Screaming. That was the only one that because he's just so unhinged. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then the really no, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I actually just got a couple new things since last week <laughs> when we originally had done this episode. The like you had said. Steam uh, Mickey Mouse, hmm. um, Steamboat Willie has gone into public domain. So I guess Disney can't own Steamboat Willie. Exactly. It means yes, or at least that original version. J- of that Mickey version Mouse. of Mickey. Yeah. So when you see all of this, it's a Steamboat Willie version of Mickey that they don't own anymore. So prior to this, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh had gone into public domain uh, last year, the year before that, and then some guys had made Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey which is already slated to have a sequel to come out this year. And, and now they've done a horror movie with Steamboat. Somebody Willie else Mickey. has yeah, so the day it dropped Excuse me. So the day the hey dropped this movie was already made and just getting They were ready. just ready. But also <laughs> there's also been so much 
weird Steamboat Willie fan art that yeah. has gone out. Like, there's been a lot of penises and a lot of steamboats and a lot of willies out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The, <laughs> That's a good one. And, there's also been a lot of really fucked up, not okay things oh, that they're putting Mickey on. Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> and and one of them was a horror movie steamboat willie that was just right waiting to come out uh i think i could just i actually didn't know if we could watch it on youtube uh there's a trailer for it there's a trailer for it yeah. at least also there was a steamboat willie horror game that also came out the same day which i'm like damn like these guys were waiting for this to go yeah which i'm i'm happy about it i'm happy about i don't know about all the pieces it's one less thing disney attached to disney i'm yeah. sorry just how long do you gotta wait 70 years 30 years is it 40? that i forgot 40 I years remember. 1942? I actually don't remember. I'm just going to make them. We're, we're, we're making it up. We're, we're, we're loosing the facts here today. <laughs> uh, we'll do better next time Always for fact sure. Check. Also, one last thing in the news. So far, there have been 30 horror movies slated to come out this year. That's, That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. So among them will be Beetlejuice, yes. Ghostbusters, um, another Frankenstein remake, and Wolfman, along with uh, Salem's Lot. That's if things don't get pushed back because of the strikes. The, any strikes that kind of happened, which that's only that's thirty off, just like off the top of people's heads. That's just thirty that are. I can't better. wait for Beetlejuice. I'm so excited for that. Beetlejuice one. is late summer. Okay, so we'll see okay. about that. And yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Also, The Crow is also supposed to come out this year eventually also pretty excited i uh, but not with your boy Momo. i know he's not in that they could have done a version with him yeah i guess so do you want to do you want Momo to like gracefully transition to tv and like he and well if everybody doesn't know if this is your first episode listening i'm a uh, big jason momoa fan but for Courtney many is reasons. the president of the jason momoa <laughs> fan club president. west coast west coast <laughs> the president um but I, I want to just already it's for reasons other than just he's a hot guy. I recognize he's very sexy, but I've I've loved him for a long time since oh, Stargate. He's super Atlantis. talented. <laughs> oh, no, really no, I'm just messing with. Uh, That's Take fine. a second to watch C on Apple uh, TV. Oh, that was like that is so fucking cool. I, I don't know if it was because of him or because of the premise, but that opening, the cold open with the war scene, like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've mentioned it on here, but I rewatched it a bunch of times because it's so fucking metal. I was just like, this is amazing. It's so metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a metal boy. He's a metal boy. He comes off very <laughs> he comes off very genuine. He comes off very he nice. Does. No, I know. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Maybe that's why why everybody likes him. Let's see if there's anything else. But <laughs> I guess I will also watch, I mean, Stargate Atlantis, whatever you want to say about it. I love it. Probably because it, it's just, that's when I was, I'd known about him before, but then I went back to that show and I was like, oh, I love this. No, the was it nineties, late nineties? No, or two thousand six. Oh, really? That, I was yeah. gonna say like the, that time was was rife with like early, not early, but like TV had a lot of sci-fi yes. on it. On and Stargate kind of lost. Stargate was all over. There were so many different Stargates, and so this is the <laughs> specific so, the Atlantis version. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, yeah, they had the Stargate ones. They had Star Trek had like four Star shows Wars, <laughs> no, i like stargate yeah yeah stargate star trek star wars oh, we there were, were talking- no star wars back then no shows no shows no correct. Star- 
but their Star Trek had three shows yeah. going on at the time. And Stargate, and you had your X Files, and then we had a bunch of other, actually, yeah, some weird, you know, there was Star, there was was it Sequest, which was oh, I I thought you were talking about Sequest, not Stargate, when you were mentioning this. No, no, no different sci-fi, different sci-fi, uh, at different sci-fi. Was it Marine Show? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like I like the sci-fi Marine Show. <laughs> but we were because we were taught. You had asked me. You were like because I'm not the biggest fan of Disney. Look, I respect it, but I'm not a person that's like I need to go to Disney or really into it. But you, so you were asking me. You were like, well, what are you gonna nerd out about? I think I might nerd out about a Stargate land. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm surprised that they haven't done a a ride. There should yeah. been. Should have been something. So. Yeah. I'm like the level down. I'm like this little lame kind of dorky one where I'm like, ooh, Stargate. <laughs> I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a gatekeeper and be like, Oh, I'm only I'm only about Stargate, the original movie. You know, give me give me a what is this guy's name? Kurt Russell and <laughs> not David Spade. Spader. Spader. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not a very good movie. It's not a very good, it's not a very good movie. No, That's why movie. I'm like, but I like the Atlantis one. <laughs> it was it was a good enough movie that they made what, two shows, three shows? There's I think there's more than that. This right. is a whole universe. Fair. <laughs> uh, fun fact, looking at this list of horror movies that are, that are coming out this year, one is called Horrorscope. That should be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Does it have anything to do with Zodiac? Yeah, yeah. Like it has. Horoscope. Yeah, yeah, horoscope. Yeah. Of course, that's the joke. That's fun. I'll watch that. <laughs> oh, apparently, I mean, she's bored. She's walking out the room. Ming won't let her in. <laughs> and with that, we wrap up the news and we are going Ooh. on into our movie. Like I said. Castle, whom the Saturday Evening Post calls the master of movie horror. Do you believe in ghosts? I do. And you will too. When you come to this theater and see my picture, 13 Ghosts, uh, no more dictation today. When you see 13 Ghosts, you'll be given a supernatural viewer like this, which will enable you to penetrate for the first time into the spirit world. It will let you see all 13 of our weird, wonderful, and wildly assorted ghosts. Now, brace yourself as we take you across the threshold of our haunted mansion, where there's a ghost for everyone in the family. Father, mother, sister, brother. You'll be scared stiff, too, when you see what they see. 13 ghosts materializing in ectoplasmic color through the magic of Illusiono, the ghost viewer. The ghost of a lion in the basement. The ghost of a murderous cook in the kitchen. Stop it! Stop it, I say! The ghost who speaks through the lips of the living. Death tonight to one of you. The evil ghost in the bedroom, fighting to take possession of this beautiful girl. You'll feel all the thrills and chills of seeing one ghost multiplied by the magic number 13. 13 ghosts written by, directed by, uh, William Castle, which we've talked about here before, yes, and he Rob did, White. Uh, House and on a Tale. The mm-hmm. 19. Is it also 1959 or 1960? 1959. So right before this. Right before this. So next year, uh, William Castle releases this one. Mm-hmm. 
and we get the intro um where you you get the um the 13 ghosts ghosts. they you see each one and we were disappointed the first time because this one doesn't give you the backstory of to any of them of all the 13 ghosts you only get a couple of them which is kind of (laughs) lame I said to anyone, you're right. You, we, I forgot already. I oh, was like, no. oh, no, I'm gone. Oh, so, all right, so the lion is one. <laughs> the lion, oh. The li- so the lion is one of, of course the lion's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get a, and then we get. You two get some of the, a couple of the ghosts' backstories. And then the, the, a question mark for the, so yeah, you get a, a rundown of all 13 ghosts very quickly in the intro. And the 13th ghost is a question mark. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't. Last time we f- we worked out that I watched a different version than you, mm-hmm. and so do you want to go into about how William Castle had this whole like gimmick thing so, for this? So in the version that I watched, William Castle does the intro where he he invites the audience to if they're scared or not to be scared, they could wear the glasses that have the red or the green visor on them, so they can see the ghosts, um, or if they're too scared, they cannot see the they choose to not see the ghosts. Um, and the version I have, or the version I watched, the screen goes to blue or red when the ghosts come out. But on the YouTube one, which and I, the version I watch yeah, is just black and white. Which the version uh, that's on play right now, it's there is no blue or white. You you still get to see the ghosts. You see so. the ghosts, but it's just black and white. Yeah. So we noticed last time when we did this, you were like, oh, and so there was a difference there, but. That's all. Yeah. So if you chose not to see the ghost, you would look through the red visor and everything would be whited. Like the the ghost would be washed out. Which and is it, cool. So I guess cool. if you have any, if you can watch the version you got, that I I guess that would be a cool one. Yeah. I mean, you would still see the ghost unless you had like a red visor, mm. parasitic glasses. You... Uh, but the intro to this movie, we meet our first character here, and it is Cyrus um, Zorba. Zorba. Mm-hmm. Pluto. Pluto Zorba? Pluto Zorba's nephew. Nephew. He's at work. He works for the Los Angeles County Museum. Natural History Museum. And he's talking about the oh, he's talking about the tar pits. That's right. We learn that his wife calls him and is like, They're I, <laughs> they're taking everything. They're taking their furniture. We have no money. They're all very, very calm about it. Super fucking Super casual. Super calm about it. it. Cyrus is just like, oh well, darling, don't you worry. Like <laughs> <laughs> super casual about their ba- all their stuff is getting repossessed luckily they weren't kicked out of their house just yet but they're they're literally taking the sofa that, that she's sitting on she's the sitting guys on. like get up and like what like it, what were they like was everything on layaway like was the like how bad do you how bad does your credit have to be that the creditor is just like yeah just take all their stuff um like, i guess it would be um Real life horror. Real life horror. But what's shit the repossessed? Like, repossessed. What's the not layaway? There's a consignment. No, Cons- no, no. That's different too. What are you talking about? When? Um, not consignment, but when you basically when you don't have money, yeah. you put something up like to the bank because you need money. Oh, collateral. Collateral. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. So maybe like the house and furniture and everything he put up is like this is all collateral because I can't pay my bills. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I don't know, but it's the, the house I could see for sure. Usually, they would take the house the first. House, but <laughs> the fact that, that they just were taking out every single piece of furniture—it's it's a fun, it's a fun little you know shtick for sure. Um, so 
all now we meet his children. So we have your the names. It you turns go through these yeah, names. Yeah, it turns out that it's also his son's birthday on the day all their shit gets repossessed. But and all, all he wants shucks. For his birthday is furniture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, oh, right, so then we have Buck Zorba played by Herbert by Charles Herbert, and then we have Rosemary DeCamp playing Hilda Zorba, which is the daughter. And then I believe we have Joe Morrow played. Oh, no. No, I'm Hilda's sorry. the wife. Hilda's the wife. Medea Zorba is played by Joe Morrow. Um, and the biggest name on the list was Charles Herbert, which was the boy actor from some TV show. And he got top billing. Uh, that's, why, that's how he agreed to do this, which was, was like, all right, the kid. like The kid? The kid's, the the kid's creepy as hell. Yeah. This guy's even creepier. The messenger that pops out of nowhere to give him the telegram that yeah. is about that he needs Very to see sunken a little... eyes oh man sunken face for sure played by david hoffman who was unaccredited at the time the so so it's buck's birthday you know they pick up the cake and they're just sitting around the floor and like it like courtney said all he wants is just some furniture which i'm like ah oh. oh we we talked about this before like this is going to traumatize buck and he's yeah. gonna like be very successful, and he's never gonna be without furniture ever again. Because it's, yeah. it's like I need my furniture. I need my furniture. Um, I mean, she's being real pushy. She is <laughs> the spooky guy that dropped off the telegram, and it was a telegram, uh, um, informing Cyrus that he basically he gets a house from his dead uncle, and he has to report to the lawyer Ben's office. Well, he doesn't know that at the time. He's just like he. <laughs> He's, well, he has to go to the lawyer. He has to go to the lawyer. I guess he doesn't know what he's got yet. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm just saying. Ahead. He I, I, at one point he'd be like, "Fuck, it's another bill." <laughs> think you know, or like, "Oh shit!" During like, the circuit, like, but he just murder. opens. It, he's like, mm, "I have to go to the lawyers." But isn't that what they said to each other? They're like, "Oh God, again." Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, still very nonchalant. Like you have nothing to your name. Like then, what are you doing at the Museum of Fine Art or Museum of Natural History Museum? Like you can't pay your bills. Like. Yeah, it's all these fancy suits. They're putting them under. So then and we're introduced to, to ben, ben, the lawyer. Yeah, Ben Rush. Yeah, I wonder if that's a if that's a play on the the lawyer's name. Whatever, by Martin Miller. And they become kind of friends, you know, at the beginning. Ben gets real familiar with the house, as like I said it before. Real familiar with the yeah. house. I have a theory, but I guess we can get to it later. No, you want. <laughs> Well, my theory is that dead oh, uncle, right. <laughs> dead uncle yeah. Cyrus. Oh yeah, and no, Ben. No, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll go. Play we'll, it we'll, later. Wait, 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 wait. Right. I'm not going to go now. <laughs> I actually really liked it. I was like, oh, you're like, I remember. <laughs> Which would be good for the Which remake. Which would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be so good. Streaming service, hire us. Uh, um, streaming service, <laughs> can you hear us? <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> the, um. But anyway, so yes, we learned that um, they've inherited Cyrus's house, or not Cyrus's, uh, Zorba's uncle Play- Zorba's. The fucking names, Plato Zorba's house. It Buck just, gets his wish; they get a house for his birthday. And yeah, so so they, and then Buck is a very like apparently morbid child. He's into ghost stories, stuff like that. Which like is that a thing? Like kids just get kids get really into morbid stuff growing up. Like I, I was. I mean, we. We're sitting right here. We're sitting right here. But Buck, it was more than just a phase mom. More than just a phase mom. This is who I am. <laughs> um, but Buck says some morbid shit in this <laughs> this movie. Yeah, he does. Where like, there's times where he's just like, 
are we gonna die or ask the ghost like who's gonna die i don't know oh it's, it was <laughs> if anything like yeah i guess he had some of the better lines because he did fucking but he's the he's the top billing actor they should definitely be giving him the lines even on look even on this imdb he's the first one i don't know if it's in alphabetical order but no probably because he's the star yeah mm. never heard of him <laughs> Yeah, he did nothing else after this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> or nothing to note. And he was over it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to fucking act no more. And then it, they do a little side note, a little asterisk. You know, basically, um, Ben, the lawyer, tells Cyrus, is like, yes, you get, the, you get this house and the ghost. Kind of mumbles it under And the ghost. And the ghost. But he it, straight you... up tells him. He's yeah. like, there thir- there's not 13 ghosts in the house, but there are ghosts. There are ghosts in the house. Guess what? Your uncle, little wackadoo, like to collect Like to ghosts. collect ghosts, and, and they're in the house. Yeah, and just like, uh. But he's... again, chill. They're like, cool, we're moving in. Cool, moving in. And then. Cyrus is basically like, well, I know my my uncle was into the occult a little bit. You know, I think this was before the Satanic Panic. Yes. So, you Probably. Know, they didn't have, because who knows if this movie would have come out in the height of that or probably would have gotten a lot of shit for it. Perhaps. And then there's also a package that comes along with the house and Cyrus opens it up. And, and it's, it's the just, glasses. And it's just like cool glasses. So you kind of, I could imagine like if you were in the movie theater you were kind of seeing that you had a version of what Cyrus had. And like, as Cyrus puts on the glasses, you put on the glasses, you know? Yeah. And I like that. I like the gimmick of it. Yeah. I was, was it, I had it right last time, but I think it was called Emerge vision. It wasn't really too. Also called ghost viewers. Illusion. Illusion. I'm sorry. Illusion. Yeah. I think Emerge was for a different movie. Illusion. Okay. I love this little fly on the string. Yeah, it's so the good. fly on the string lands on the glasses and they... And it zaps it. It's like, oh, oh. So apparently to show you that his uncle was also like a bit of a scientist. and But I also want to put that on my face now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ooh, it just killed this fly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. put it right in my face. You're fucking A. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry. No, we're cutting to this. We're at the house. And um, you said last time the... out. The um, outside of the house is a Winchester house. Yeah, this is the I guess I don't know if the for in San Francisco exterior the exterior shot right exterior yeah is the is Winchester house which which all of us not the inside I don't think they use that as a no set. that's a set because I'm convinced it's the same set as House on Hill <laughs> I would do the same thing so what I am not hating on I William was, <laughs> have you seen a side note have you seen like Tyler Perry's studio like they do a run through of it no I haven't it's like acres in Georgia he has just like open space for studios and he just has the front of houses built and he's like yeah this is what we use for this show and then on the backside it's a different house like That's it's cool. just super cool super yeah. effective like there's not even a house it's just a front of a house yeah yeah and then like, we use this driveway all the time <laughs> it's, it's in a, every <laughs> it's in every it's in every Tyler Perry movie this yeah. driveway <laughs> so then Ben meets Ben meets Buck and Buck likes to no I'm just saying no Ben and Buck <laughs> make really fast friends mm-hmm. and uh, then he tells um Buck tells Ben to, to ring the door and then a witch will answer. And then all of a sudden, Medea comes out with the <sighs> biggest bedroom I've ever These seen two. for 1960. I'm like, oh, this is all of a sudden rated PG-13. Yeah. And then we get introduced to the housekeeper that came with the house. And dun, dun, dun. She is the Wicked Witch of the West, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Her for, name. 
played by Margaret Hamilton. Yes. And I, like we said this last time, we knew from the second you saw her, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. That is the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> that is the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck Buck. Sorry. I know he's like the lead dude in this movie. But, but... Little Ham- yeah, Margaret <laughs> Hamilton, should, and she should, they should have used her more. I know. They really should have. She's great. <laughs> we are um, watching this the, a little bit of a speed up version of this movie just because we're re-recording this. This is a tribute to a the tribute. greatest episode we've ever recorded <laughs> that's lost forever. Um, and also, we, we just kind of talking amongst each other. We're like, this might be a better idea to do this <laughs> when we're actually recording anyway. So then Ben comes by and I guess just over some tax papers, just do a little little paperwork, a little due diligence, you know? He's just doing his job. And then we see Buck playing on the banister, which is going to be, you know, a key, foreshadowing for later. Uh, key yeah. component yeah. in the story. And fucking Cyrus just can't believe his luck. He's just like, I had no money. All of a sudden, I get a house. I got a house. Yeah. I did have a good pitch last time where it was just like, these people are so poor that they inherited a house with ghosts that they have nowhere else to go. And they're just stuck living in a haunted house. I mean, a lot of of people probably would have been like, no, I could have lived in your car. You could have gotten out of there. But I'm like, sometimes... You don't got a fucking car. Your car, no, you can't make it. Like that would have been. I think it's such a good. It could be a good setup. It's a very. I I think it's a great setup. Especially it could be relatable nowadays. But we've moved along, and Buck brings out a Ouija board. Yeah, Buck is just finding all the shit. Now I got in this because I need to get into this again. <laughs> Let's get into it again. All right, Cyrus says the meaning of Ouija. <laughs> he goes. He goes. We oui, as yes in French. And yeah is yes in German. And I looked it up, you guys, because when I watched this the first time, I went, nah. I went, that's not it. I was like, is that true? <laughs> like, when I first heard him, like, is that true? That's not it. So Ouija boards were invented by Donald Drumroll Asbro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a game invented um, just for, like, for what it is. It was to talk to spirits. And I think it gained popularity after the Civil War. Was it civil? No. Yeah, not you said civil. Was it civil? No. World War One? No, not the Civil War. World War two, One or two. This would have been two. after no, World the, War Two. Yeah. No, because the board came out in the eighteen eighty nine or something like that. So it would have been World. I'll tell you right. It now. gained popularity after World War One. I, I want to say not the Civil War. There was no death. No, there's a lot no, of death. There's a lot of death. Right. Right. I'm, of Cold War. Death. Oh, I'm getting my wars mixed up. Um, um, I think it was Civil War. Created eighteen ninety. After the Civil War, it gained popularity for the sole reason so people could talk to their dead relatives Important who fought in the war. Uh, spiritualists in the United States believe that the dead were able to contact living and reportedly used talking to the board similarly to a modern Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, eighteen ninety, so that would have been yes. pretty sure. Okay, so Civil I was just war. getting I was getting the wars mixed up. I'm so sorry, everyone. No, no. Um yes. So confirm. And and I have to apologize because tribute to the greatest episode we ever recorded. <laughs> Courtney had done a very eloquent rundown of the history of the Ouija I board. Did. Yeah. <laughs> the first time around. And I got I was just mostly very excited about the fact that I was like, this guy's fucking wrong. You're telling people that this means yes, yes. It doesn't mean yes, yes. <laughs> that's fair. Like yeah. that sounds fucking um, stupid. But what it does mean is good luck because um a medium 
asked the uh, again the origin of it is a medium asked the board to name itself. Oh, and it named true. itself Ouija, which means good luck. I don't In know Latin. if this. I don't know if this was created by Hasbro. I think different versions. Or Hasbro got it. Yeah, I think Hasbro got it eventually. But it was always marketed as a game, as yeah. I wanted to to just clarify. Oh, side note. The Mars Volta wrote their album Bedlam and Goliath based on their alleged experiences with the Ouija board. I love that's cool. I Mars love Volta. Mars Volta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> Those are just <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. We love Mars Volta. Um, <laughs> no the, Ouija but, boards. I don't fuck with them. That's like one thing. I'm sorry. I will not touch everybody. One. Everybody plays with one at some sleepover, like when they're either in elementary school or middle school. And if you're smart, you never touch it again. Exactly. I am, I am Latin. Ming is also Latin. We learned that we don't touch that shit. We are, <laughs> you have one bad experience with it. You never. You're scared fucking straight. So That's speaking it. of which, their experience, this family's experience with it, is an all G shucks experience. All G. That fucking Cyrus is like, well, let's play with this thing, and then was it Buck and Medea start playing around with it. And then I Buck think Buck asks, "Are there ghosts in this house?" It says yes. He asks, "How many?" And it points thirteen. He's really what is it? Um, yeah, like I said, he's a little bit more. He's a little bit creepy because he's just like he's like, "How many?" And then Medea's like, "How many? What?" The board knows. And I'm like, Jesus, kid, get the fuck out of here! But <laughs> also, was... there isn't thirteen ghosts in the house. Oh snap! You're right. Because who's the 13th? They're looking for it. You're right. It was actually supposed to be 12. Um, But yeah. And then he, then Buck, speaking, going on the mor- morbidity, morbid of it, he is just like, is it going to kill any of us? Yeah. Is it here to hurt us? <laughs> and then a painting <laughs> falls on him. The painting of Cyrus almost flattens this fucking kid. Like, actually, it looked like it, like, that looked like it really would have messed him up. Yeah. He gets out of the way. And the planchet starts to float in the air. And then points to Medea. Yeah. Like, she's next. And you could obviously see the strings. Which is great. It's great. Love it. <laughs> oh, and you had a great comment last time. These two are sleeping in separate beds. Oh, real life <laughs> Speaking horror. of the time. Relationships that don't work. <laughs> 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 well, she doesn't seem very happy. Well, they're sleeping do. in twin beds. I mean, what was it? 19? Yeah, I guess it was more. Com- but, you know. I've heard of couples that'd be like, dude, sleep in separate beds. Like, you know what movie I always think of? Pleasantville. Oh. There's just a really, there's a scene where, like, when things start changing in that town, when they're yeah. like, can you believe that the Andersons down the street, they put their beds, they got a bed, like, <laughs> for one whole bed for each other. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> oh, well, you know, in fairness, they they inherited this house. They did. So oh, you're right. I, we didn't even think about that. They didn't that. choose. Like, they ch- maybe chose this room, but it, it came with twin beds. You're right. Why did they choose Medea's room? Maybe they're just used to this. Eh, yeah. Because Medea has the nice, lovely queen bed. Yeah, exactly. And That's... then Buck also has a nice size bed, too. Yeah, exactly. That looks like a full-size bed right there. So they chose the room with two twin beds. Oh, because they do. And then Plato Zorba's room is empty. So then, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because like, no one wants to sleep in where he where he died. That's fair. Which is totally fair. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, but in reality, if you live long enough, people have died everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're right. Someone's someone's probably died in my house. I don't yeah, even know it. Yeah. So okay, all right, we'll give you that. Okay, 
you know, we were making fun of it real hard last time, the greatest episode we ever recorded. <laughs> Go down in cursory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair. To be fair. There's a lot like that you guys don't really need to hear. <laughs> like, going yeah, on. there's a lot of this movie. It it's is, a little slow. I think it's it is 90 minutes, but it it, it feels, feels <laughs> it feels <laughs> a little bit longer because I think we are at 25 minutes into the movie, and I think we're just about to get our first ghost. We are, but there's just so much like. Are you spooked by the ghost? Like, oh, no. Yeah. As soon as... No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We get to see some ghosts, though. We, It's just down in the living room, and they're projected. Yeah. As soon as everybody goes to sleep, the ghosts come out and play, which I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm down They're just for. hanging out. We see the... I guess they're not spooking anybody. Well, the one hanging by... Like, I guess the one hanging by their neck and the the executor with with the head that he's chopping off. So is that two ghosts or is that one ghost? I'm still really confused. Sorry, I just <laughs> and I love <laughs> I love what Cordy said last time. <laughs> the curtain. So so Cyrus comes walking downstairs and he's looking for Zorba's diary, which Buck discovered along with the Ouija board and mm-hmm. the planchette. And then he, then Zorba's the Zorba. Then Cyrus is just basically, hey, look at this hallway, which is always like a fun thing, right? You can always just put a <laughs> curtain on a wall. That's what it is. It's just a curtain, and he goes, well, I've never seen this hallway before. Yeah, goes yeah. down it. It cuts, cuts to a different scene altogether, different set altogether. Like a whole different part of the know. house. Let's do it. Let's do it all the time. We'll just like, put a curtain on this just wall. curtain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he finds... He finds uh, Zorba's lair. Laboratory. Lair, laboratory. Full of all of ex- his experiments. Yeah, under which is behind a door that has a sliding metal door on it. Yeah, it's like super hidden. Which I'm like, all right, sliding, well, sliding metal door? Not wow. super, a protected. Yeah. But it wasn't, he could just walk right in. <laughs> yeah, you're just, I'd, I, but I do love a good old bit where you just open a door and it's like a brick wall. <laughs> so he walks down, he walks down to the lab. Then he starts hearing, Cyrus starts hearing things. So he puts on the glasses and looks at the book and all the book says 13. He's like spooky, ooky. And the book starts catching on fire. Well, ghost fire, I guess. Well, ghost fire. And then he has, you said he, he has the glasses on. So mm-hmm. he's seeing all this like we are as the audience. So this would cut to, well, as soon as he put the glasses on, it would cut to blue. And then here we get four different ghosts than the other two ghosts we saw. So now we're at six ghosts. We had a floating head, a sort of cloaked figure, a skeleton, and a... Um, a floating lady? Yeah, lady. I'd, yeah. I'd say floating lady. And then they all catch fire. Catch fire. Which is cool. I told you last time, my favorite is the fiery skeleton. Fire skeleton's cool. Fire skeleton's dope. Yeah. Also, Ghost Fire, great name for a band. Ghost Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and then we get oh, the spinning thing. wheel. So oh. we're at seven now. Wait, seven? so quickly yeah. forgot. Wait, so the spinning wheel of death or whatever is considered a ghost? Yeah. This just... thing attacks him for so long, you guys. It goes back and forth like three times. I mean, I could, I get it. It could be just an angry... But it's for the effect of the audience because you're supposed to have the glasses on and you're watching this. Like, oh, and oh, it's just whoa, coming right at you. Oh, it's coming at you. Whoa, it's getting him. You know, it's more. this is more effective at, <laughs> at the speed. It's really... We are... Since we're watching this in uh, double speed or whatever, or 1.5, yeah. it's cooler. It's way more... <laughs> the, the spinning fire, like, all right, that would kind of fuck me I up. I was too. like, oh, that's crazy because when you watch it regularly, it just takes so long. Uh. So that means that... The, the lion dance coming up it's probably will go by a lot quicker <laughs> so we're at seven right now spinning and i can get like the maybe the the spinning 
fireball Fire. is like a you know weird angry specter you know just like i would love to add a scream to it just be like scream would have been fun. oh just scream coming just at like, you. Ah. fire yeah, 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 yeah. yeah fuck me up too. and that would have been cheap and easy to do fun fact corner um this spinning uh specter a uh, fiery ball of fire specter thing was also used in the original Star Trek's uh, TV that's show. That's right. Yes, that's but, right. but I like six years later, nineteen sixty six, and then after Zorba gets the fucking shit scared out of out him of, with all those ghosts, he runs back to work. Well, he gets he gets imprinted with the number thirteen Again. on his hand, which knowing know, what we know now, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it just it's like you know foreshadowing that he might be the, the 13th, 13th ghost, ghost i guess uh, but uh cyrus runs back to work to have a little chat with his friend is it vin uh van allen van yeah van allen which is a fucking name it's, a, go- it's a good name yeah and this is where van um informs him informs cyrus well, basically what his uncle was up to. Yes. Basically, Van Allen Van Allen it. has a lot more info about what, about... Van Allen has his shit together. Van Look at it. He's, he's put together. He's got his suit. He's like, you know what? They're not repossessing my house, Cyrus. Get your shit together. I got info on your uncle. Turns out <laughs> he was taking photos of fucking ghosts with some weird camera he had, and he was capturing them, and he released them into the house. Yeah. So, like... Get it together, Get Cyrus. Get it together. <laughs> you know? You got a family. Yeah, you got a fucking family. Fucking put it together. Man, Alan has like... But then he sells right there. He goes, so far he's captured 11 ghosts. 12. He said 11. Did he? Yeah. Oh, because Zorba's a 12th ghost. And, yeah. I get, I get, why did it... Never mind. And he also has like info on the fucking glasses. Like, damn, for no internet, Van Allen. Van Allen is on it. On it. You're right. We never really find out how he figured this all out. Well, he's just doing research. He ran. I don't know. He just ran some numbers. He's a paleontologist. <laughs> he's he's Jurassic Park. Yeah. You see, twelve. You said. I thought at first he said that there was only he'd oh. caught eleven. He'd caught eleven, and then. He's reading Zorba's diary where he says, I am the 12th ghost. So we're still looking for number 13, which would make sense why we think or are we led to believe that um, Cyrus is the 13th ghost. And I think I might have mentioned this before in the last episode where it was just like, that was a good play on it. Where like if you saw the remake, um, you you expected, oh, well, they're just doing the same thing where Zorba's dead and spoiler alert for uh the 2000 version zorba is uh, quite alive you know it's like his whole gimmick yes it's his whole gimmick because he's tricked everyone but also in the remake it the count doesn't really matter they're just kind of killing people oh in the like in the remake you know how like the the people that die in the house don't go towards the ghost number Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they specifically... Did they collect 12? They did, but what I meant is the it's the characters like Matthew Lillard's death. And the lawyer. And, like, the lawyer's death and that other girl that's in that movie. When they all die, none of them get counted towards ghosts. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which should, they should have been. Which they should have been, but they don't. Which oh. just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 
So then Cyrus is at work talking to Van Allen, who has his shit together. And then he gets a call from uh, Hilda. Hilda, his wife. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> gets a call from Hilda. And she's be- like, oh my God, these ghosts. These ghosts are fucking <laughs> nuisance. They're, They're f- spilling milk and flour in They're my kitchen. Fucking up my shit. <laughs> Which last time you were upset. I was like, I You I'd were be like, s- someone threw milk on my floor. <laughs> I'd be so fucking upset. Be like these fucking ghosts. But that's like the height of what these ghosts do. Besides the meat cleaver that they that gets thrown here. Oh, and then Buck walks in. <laughs> they, they get kind of scared of Buck. They walk away from Buck because Buck's got all but the But they exposition. also backed up because they knew that was going to get thrown. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, I mean, the timing of it, though, because Buck walks in and he is just like... I just talked to Elaine about these spooky little ghosts. And did you know that this one, this guy killed his wife because she was having an affair in the kitchen and then he cut her head off. And so they back up because a meat cleaver gets thrown at them. So they're moving to their, to their spot that they need to be. (laughs) They're blocking. But then for a second, I think is you think Buck is just talking to the ghost, which I also would have loved. I love that. But you find out he's just talking to Elaine. Yeah. He's just talking. uh, Played by the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, the housekeeper who just has all the info, which later you find out they worked together. It was Zorba Plato. She she was like his assistant because she was medium helping him capture these ghosts. And she says she worked for for many years on his supernatural experiments. Don't you think Zorba looks like uh, Ben Franklin? <laughs> it's just the old the timey painting. old timey paintings. They all look <laughs> they all look the same. They all look the same. Like it kind of like he kind of looked like Elaine, <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, that's Elaine's backstory: is that she was helping him capture the ghost because she's a medium. Um, and is this where she brings up the idea that we should do? This? No, not, not no, yet. no, no. We're not there yet. Sorry. But it's also like, how is that like the first thing you say? Exactly. Oh, this is when she was like, we were looking for the money because he has money. It was the whole point. And the lawyer and her is Zorba kind of well, lost his mind and he took out everything. He took all of the assets out, all the stocks, all the bonds. And they're, they want to know where this cash is at. Yeah. Like said that he got reclusive in his last days and he closed himself off. He cashed all of his assets and just kind of um, iced her out pretty much. And then her and Ben, the lawyer, have been looking for it. Is that what she said? Yeah. yeah. She said that they were looking for it together. Um, because technically he owed Ben money. <laughs> I guess he would owe her money too. I guess if she's working for you, but like I don't clean this house for free. Exactly because, yeah, you said that before. Like he, when they inherited the house, she came along with it. Mm-hmm. Like she was the housekeeper. And how does she get paid, Mishi? I know exactly. Oh, and then we get left with the question: as Elaine's giving all this exposition dump that he wrote in his diary that he had crimes committed against him and Elaine has no idea what he's talking about but basically felt like somebody was coming after him someone was chasing him yeah so then Elaine takes Cyrus up to Plato's room uh, Dr. Zorba which I guess was under lock and key up until now so we've never seen this room so that's another reason they didn't stay in this room because it was locked it was locked but also well, we find he died in here. But him and 
This is where I came up with my lovely theory, which I will announce now, because she claims, you know, on the day that he died, him and Ben had been working long, 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 long hours. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. So this is my theory. Him and Ben were lovers. <laughs> him and Ben were lovers. <laughs> and Mishi. Agreed. <laughs> Agrees. <laughs> okay. She's like, yeah. And then things went wrong. <laughs> yeah, things went wrong. And basically, Ben Ben killed... Um, I guess we're spoiler alert We're now. spoiling it. But again, this is a recap. Ben killed Zorba. But when Zorba... Or sorry, when Cyrus, all these names, these fucking old names, <laughs> these names, is in this bedroom investigating himself. Elaine leaves, and this is what I'd like to call the most helpful candle in the world, <laughs> because as he's saying there, the candles had blown out after Elaine lit them, and then you get to see them light up again, and then one again by wire starts floating around, and it's cool. Whatever they use the flashlight effect with it to let you know that like it's actually working he's like i'm showing you come down here like what's this and you find out this weird ass contraption to the bed but also we both thought that this candle was going to light the bed the on fabric fire. on fire it's good so this bed's got a canopy and there's a little <laughs> yeah and then he shows you the little knob and for some reason the canopy lowers onto the bed yeah, that's so that's what this knob does. Which again, it's a bottle cap. Yeah, no, it's a fake bottle. It's just a bottle it's cap. It's a bottle cap. They screw to the side of this bedpost. But yeah, once when you turn it, the top of this canopied bed comes all the way down and squishes. Yeah, it'll just whoever lowers. suffocates, whoever would have been laying in the bed. Which that is how Cy- or Zorba. Which is dies. questionable in itself. Like, why would you have that there beforehand? Yeah, and that's why I said they were lovers. Yeah, ben, it's a little S and M, little. And Zorba were lovers, and they were just into some kinky shit. A little fixia, you know, autoerotic fixation. And if Ben would have just admitted that and been like, "Look, it was an accident." Oh, it went too far. It went too far. A little the loving, loving went too much. Too far. And the kink went too far. <laughs> you know. But we go back downstairs and. Maria has gone on a date with Ben. That's a name. And she's very smitten kitten with him. Mm-hmm. And she turns out how late it is. And it's just like, well, I should get to bed. And she walks over to her bed. She starts doing her things. And then everybody's asleep. And then we. You're right. She does come home quite late. Everyone's asleep. And then we get introduced to the creepy ghost walking around a different ghost. So this presumably would have been the ghost number eight so far. Mm-hmm. And we it's covered in cobwebs and boots and walks over to Medea's room where it's going to scare the fucking shit out of her. And we kind of when you're watching this movie, you can kind of tell this is a different ghost because you don't have to put your glasses on for this one. And we see the ghost walking. Well, we don't see any of the other ghosts walking. Oh, wait, but when you were watching this on your version, did this part come up as the no, color? No, it would have been good, though. It would have been yeah. a good mislead. It would have been, That's been the, a good mislead. But that that kind of gave it away for you to be like, we kind of know this isn't 100%. a ghost. You know, immediately it's not a ghost because you don't have to put on your special illusion glasses for it. Right. And I guess you're kind of thinking like, hey, there's no way. There's no way Ben could have got up there that quick. Who could? Who is this? Oh, but... Is it the housekeeper? You know? Yeah. Just trying to like, 
as to what the audience would actually be feeling. You could also could have been like, oh, it could have been Zorba still living inside the house. Oh, I suppose. You're right. Now, credits do. I do like the mask that they use. No, the when you do get to see like the ghosts without the kind of like overlay and the the designs, like they are kind of jacked up faces. So you would see some really, really creepy designs. So the window starts, I guess, fluttering in the wind. And the idea goes to close it. And then as she closes the door, the eighth ghost comes out with a fucking melted ass face. And yeah, that was creepy. The I like the melted face. Yeah, melted face is a good design. And as is like screaming out of there, Elaine just pops out of the corner. Yeah, she just like startles her. <laughs> She's like, I, I was around the corner the entire time. Yeah, she was literally in Medea's room yeah, like, based on that, how quickly she showed up. And then she walks over to the window and just leaves it open. Yeah. And then we get cut to the next morning and Buck's playing on the banister again. Yeah, they don't address what happened until the morning. Do they? Well, she just—I think she ends up sleeping with her mom. Oh yeah, she's just spooked. Yeah. Um, and when Buck rolls down the canister again, canister, banister, banister, canister, <laughs> money comes out. Yeah, like a like a fucking Mario Some block. Cash, but he doesn't notice. He carries on. He's got ghost hunting to do. Yeah, he's just playing with the glasses, walking around, doing Buck things. Goes into the basement. Uh, the you know, giant basement. Kind of Dennis the Menace in it. He is. Like, he only needed a jumper, basically. Yeah. So, once down in the basement exploring. And Buck's in the basement, and we cut to... He's just fucking around. He sees some... He sees the... I, I uh, some artifacts left by... I guess Zorba collected some of the ghost personal effects. Yeah. And we will insert the true story that Ming... Has we will from, inter- insert Ming's circus story because it's great. It was on. I was thinking it was on that microphone. So I think okay, so and I think we got it on my mic. <laughs> Ming box. I just saying you have a great circus story. Drop in here. Let's pause it for Ming circus story. It's it's real quick. Hi. So here we go. Story time with Ming. Um, when I was a kid, I forgot how old I was. Old enough. Old enough. Old enough. Like eight, nine, or younger. Old enough, Courtney. Okay, fine. I just, I wanted a little bit more of your mindset of what actual age you were. Because six, believable. Ten, I'm going to be like, hey, Ming. <laughs> okay, just to confirm. I you too, but not, okay. Okay, so today I actually called my mother in the car and i was like mom i need you to um confirm nor am i a big old fat old liar but the story is too but it was such a good story but if you know me i'm very not dramatic but it's just like a little eh, super 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 um so the circus was in town and i went with my sister and my mom where the hell was my dad i have no idea probably doing something stupid any let's pivot let's pivot 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 um i wanted to dance with the bear so i told my mom i was gonna go to the bathroom which was a big fucking lie and i think my sister was hysterical screaming because she didn't want to stay so my mom i don't 
Your sister straight up just didn't want to be. No, 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 no. So, no, no, no. She was just being a bitch. (laughs) That's what I feel like you must have been like six or seven. If your mindset was like, I want to go play with this bear. Yeah. 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 So. It'd be really funny. It's like I was 15 and I'm like, I blocked it from my mind. In the car, Edgar was like, so you were 22? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Mid thirties, Ming. Um, I'd be like, Ming, get out of that fucking bear cage. YOLO guys. Okay, let's stop for a second. I was stupid back then. Not stupid now. You had to be like six or seven. Yeah, the stupid age where you're just like You were like, I wanna go pet this bear, not even thinking. Yeah, like money grows on trees, whatever. So I lied to my mom, which I think she was just trying to shut me up. I don't think she realized I was actually leaving to go to the fucking bathroom because I'm a kid. You know, but whatever. Um, I snuck behind like the stage and everything and I ended up in the bear cage and I went inside and I wanted to dance with the bears and I got tackled and I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I was so fucking audacity. Audacity of those security guards. Doing their job. <laughs> Doing their job, how they're doing. But it was Ringling Brothers. Yeah. And then on top of that, like they changed their whole rules because of this little girl. That is me. I am that little girl. Look up the story on the internet. Miami, 1988. Ish. Ish. But. Let's just settle that. 1990. But. When I talked to my mom about it, she was hysterical because my sister was hysterical crying, saying she didn't want to be there. And she was like, where the fuck is Ming? And where is she? And she's like scrambling around. And then here am I crying. Yeah. And then I was like, they didn't want to. I didn't want me to touch the bear. My mom was like, what the fuck? Like, Your sister's doing the big sister job. I have a I have similar. I The one time I fell in the lake when I was like, I don't know, four or five. Couldn't really swim. And there's also giant catfish. My sister saved me. Um, and I was just like, cause she was like, I was court, but I would like to my sister, I was like, yeah, fuck you. You don't get my Reese's peanut butter cups. Cause I'm the one that fell in the lake, but your sister was doing the good big sister. Be like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. That was my mom. My sister oh, was still, sc- no, no, no. Bitch is still screaming that she wants to go home. So there's me. And then my sister was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And my mom's like, I hate the fucking both of you guys right now. Yeah, real life, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was a real story that this actually happened, but it's wild because I completely block it from my memory. And like she had told me the story. We did tell you the story. Yeah. No, no, no. He heard this before by my mom. How dare they? How dare they do their job? <laughs> they took her. They took my. Yeah. Yeah. How dare they? Fuckers. Fuckers. My mom. My mom can tell the full story, but it was funny the whole time. He's just like, I want to go home. And then there's me who's just like, I'm getting caught by security. <laughs> and then your mother's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I just want to go to the circus. <laughs>
Um, but he's dicking around in there, playing with the whip and the hat from the from the lion's tamer's ghost stuff. Opens up the lion's cage. That's a small cage, cage for a super small Which cage. we hit on. It's a tiny cage. Don't go to the circus. That's a little bit of... Don't a, go to circuses. Animal cruelty. Well, you I can go to Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil's fine. It's, go, that's a circus. Go to that. <laughs> like, I'm still really... I still think zoos are not okay. Like, I still feel very indifferent about zoos. Yeah, zoos are not great. But sometimes, like, I I worked in a museum that had an animal, had a bird rehabilitation center. Right. Um, because people would bring hurt birds there all the time from, from the city. And once a bird is, has, once a, a bird that has, or certain large birds have interactions with humans, they're not allowed yeah, they're not yeah. allowed to go back into the wild because they could potentially yeah. hurt somebody because they've, they're they already used to a human now. So and I understand that. So I guess with some captive animals, maybe that like they're just healthy and happy, chilling where they're at. Cool. So I guess that's why I say I'm indifferent because I don't really know how to feel about it because I know some are so awful yeah, and hurt it's... animals. And then there are people like that are trying to do good things. Yeah. And then we cut back to Buck, who... Buck's dancing with this lion. Well, he... Ghost lion. Buck starts fucking around with the cage, and the cage starts fucking uh, roaring at him, and then the the lion ghost comes out, which we were kind of conflicted before if the lion was actually a ghost. So apparently it is. Oh, so maybe the lion ate the lion tamer, and then the lion They're was both shot. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. I could see but that. But I'll say this again. The lion tamer is kind of a goofball. Yeah, it's kind of fun. He's just goofing around. He's like, hey, Buck, come here. Like, let me... Let me show you my lion. And then he's whipping around and he starts like joking around where he's like, look, he ate my head. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I'm a, he watched me stick my head. Oh, my head's there. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll be like, he did kill me, but now yeah. we have a joke. He ate my head. And then, we ha- <laughs> and then it's a real lion and a it's real a lion. very real lion. And it's, and the, I guess it's a real lion tamer. Cause yeah. I cause mean, that lion is really swatting at that. My favorite dude. thing. Bot comes up here. He goes, "I met a lion." Mom goes, "That's cool." She goes, "That's great." That's also good for the for the remake where where Buck comes across this fucking Gonzo shit, and then it just cuts back to Buck just like going back to his mom and his dad and just like them life like, as usual. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why like Buck is so neglected, and I think that's probably another reason with the storyline where he becomes such great <laughs> friends with Ben. Oh, because he's got nobody. Yeah, he's got nobody. Fair. But Buck goes back into the living room, and then he sees the cash that's on the floor. And fucking Ben just walks in. Ben shows up with great timing. Like, like fucking What's... Urkel just walks in the fucking front door yeah, like, like he lives and there. And he's like, wait, you got money? He's like, wait, you got money? Where did you get that money? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, and then Buck shows him. He's like, well, I just found it. And he's like, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, what did we, we had done it. <laughs> you did, did the math. How much What did I say it was? Like, was yeah, it was 200 bucks. Uh, it's two, equivalent to like two thousand dollars two thousand dollars now so like if i yeah. found two thousand dollars on the floor yeah I'm of course putting, i'm putting it in my pocket and then ben tells or yeah ben tells buck he's like you can keep it yeah because he's, he's like f- but don't you tell nobody yeah he's a fucking <laughs> kid so he doesn't like he's like what am i gonna do with this money i don't fucking need anything right now exactly. you could have bought furniture buck yeah you so. wanted furniture for your birthday <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's all he's like don't tell anyone that you found the money don't tell them yeah keep it the between you and I, which is the first sign of a predator, everybody. Yeah, or you know, somebody's hiding something. Mm-hmm. And then Ben starts to look around. Ben like, is what like, the "Shit, fuck? what did he put this fucking money?" 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Buck has to run upstairs and give his breakfast to his sister because she's still spooked. Oh, I was wondering about that. You know what? That actually makes sense. I already forgot. Because yeah. I guess it takes... I think when we were watching this originally, the lion scene takes so long. The lion long. scene truly takes like 20 minutes. It's... And I understand why they did that. It's a cool effect. It's a real lion. They're like, yo, we bought this lion. We got to use him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he sure did. That's... It was an actor. Of course, like I said, they hired him. I shouldn't say bought. They hired the lion. He was a professional. So they're like, we better get his screen time in. But it's a long scene. Yeah, very long. And then it does another quit scene, quick scene with um, Ben and buck again because he's like you didn't tell your sister about the money he's like no of course not i would never because this is ben this is um buck's best friend is ben and then ben informs him about the treasure zorba's treasure and buck's kind of like okay he's like again ben's like you can't tell him you can't tell your family that we're looking for this treasure and you're gonna help me find it which is again super fucking weird super weird and he's like, if anyone catches you hunting, just act like nothing's happening. It's fine. But we're going to hunt for this treasure together. And the lion's name was Zamba. Zamba. Oh, that's is the real lion's name. And, you know, he was on certain shows like the Adam's Apple at the time. But like you said, like, we got fucking Zamba on the fucking bill. Like, we got to give Zamba his fucking time. Yeah. And then Ben and Ben and uh, Buck shake hands, be like, all right. Yeah, they have the deal. They're yeah, like, okay. We're agreed. We're not going to tell anybody because wouldn't it be great if we gave your parents all the money at once? Oh, I think it's later. Later, he's just like, well, I got to tell. I got to give my dad the money now. He's like, no, no, no. Give it later when we find everything. It'll be so exciting. So yeah, excited. it's just. Excited. Don't tell him So now. fucking shady and gross. Yeah, kids. If, if if an adult tells you not to tell, tell somebody, you should probably tell somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You really should. Unless it's personal, like, like you're poor. Yeah. But in this case, Buck. But again, he doesn't have his parents don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I mean, Cyrus is, you know, wondering if he's going to die because he's been labeled, you know, Hilda is Are just they, like trying to cook in the house and she's dealing Are with they? this fucking <laughs> She's so bothered. She's like, oh, God, they're fucking milk and flour all over my kitchen again. I mean, imagine they're like, you know, Every you're day. wasting money because these ghosts are just spilling all your fucking ingredients all over the floor. But they got nowhere else to go. Nowhere else to go. Then we cut to Ben. We cut to Ben. Running up to go see Cyrus at work. And Ben's basically got um, a little bit of a plan. And we, you can sort of, you, you got no idea that like Ben's up to no good. You got, you got a little bit of an incentive right now. A little bit of an inkling, I'm sorry, that Ben's kind of up to no good. But you don't really get it from here. You just got to go visit Cyrus. But he's got to basically persuade, try to persuade Cyrus to be like, basically like, you know what? You've only been there a couple of days. You haven't actually inherited. I could just say you haven't. Yeah, he all of a sudden tries to throw this like I have, I found a loophole for you. Yeah. Like yeah, like you said, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I've only been there a couple of days. I bet I could like f- pile some paperwork and then you could get your money. Yeah. Which I'm like, was he actually going to, or is he just going to find the treasure and just pay him off? Which that's what I would led I was led to believe that he wanted to find the treasure and then run. Better right? yet, he just says that he doesn't inherit the house. And then he just doesn't pay him off at all, and he just fucking like, yep, so too de- too sad, so sad. Was it too bad, so sad? Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad law. The too bad, so sad law. Yeah, it's it's legit. It's legit. You know, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't inherit the house. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's it's mine now. Yeah, gay lover. <laughs> 
But yeah, he just basically confirms. He's like, hey, I, I could think I can get you that 10 grand from the state. And and Cyrus is considering it because he's just like, fuck, my like, you know, we're being Am I gonna, Is this ghost going to kill me? We're being haunted. I'm, I might die. My my daughter was screaming last night. like. But then Van Allen walks in and delivers. He comes in. He goes. He, he found he found Zorba's journal. So once again, I don't know where Van has been. Like, where is he getting all this info? Yeah, because he comes in with Zorba's journal. He's like, look what's his oh, last he, thing that he wrote. Well, Cyrus gave him the journal. Oh. Yeah, the journal oh, that okay. Buck found, like, the first night. <laughs> um, But it, I just realized, I think that's the premise of Amityville Horror, or what they do in The Conjuring, where this family has, like, put all this money into the house, so they have nowhere to go, so they're stuck being haunted. Oh. So like you have nowhere to go. You have no ghost. So there's but there's always in laws. There's always your mom's place. I don't know. Some people. Maybe the ghosts are better. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, who are the real monsters? Ooh, who are the real monsters? Oh shit, that's even better. That's a cool. See? <laughs> Added to it. Who are the real monsters? Streaming you service. Know what? I might just choose to live in a haunted oh, house. Oh shit. <laughs> if that means wait, you want me to live with my mother-in-law? Sorry. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck out of here no, I, <laughs> I like it i like i like the story we're writing better yeah, we, yeah it's really good <laughs> is anyone writing this down for us <laughs> <laughs> copyright 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 patent, copyright, patent. copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so then and and i i mean i guess they have nothing too right so they're like yeah we can leave tonight I, in my head i'm like well, don't they need like a week to leave? I'm like, oh, that's right. They have nothing. They, had, they just showed up with their suitcase. Literally the clothes on their back. Mm-hmm. But they don't decide to leave right now. They're holding a seance first. Well, because Van Allen comes in and he's just like, what is it Van Allen that comes in? He's like, I think well, it was Van. He's just like, um, find out that that Elaine is a, is a medium. Yeah. And he's like, well, we can hold a seance tonight. And, yeah, so they're like, we're going to hold. like, the- aren't you leaving tonight? Gonna- <laughs> Isn't that weird? Weren't you going to leave and I'm going to do this stuff for you? Like, yeah. you don't want to stay. And he's like, no, no, we can do the seance tonight. I'll leave in the morning. Which we talk. Uh, n- no. You do the seance. <laughs> you do the seance and then you leave. Leave right afterwards. <laughs> but they're like, but we'll sleep after the seance, which is bonkers to me. But I think. A seance has to exist between like midnight and 3 a.m., right? Oh. I don't think there are rules, but that just feels like the appropriate time. I mean, it's 3 a.m. somewhere. It's 3 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> the. So but I mean, Elaine like. shows up getting ready to hold this seance. Uh, quick side note Ben fucked up. He wanted him out of the house. You should have given him money up front. You always give money up front if you want to get something done. You know, oh, you want a absolutely. job done? 50%, 20%. But also, that's down. just like smart business. That's how I mean, even if Yeah, Mish. Even if he was gonna if he was gonna like, you know, stiff him in the end, you gotta give him something to get out of the house, you know? What exactly. Get, even if he was gonna stiff him, which we think he would have, he'd have been like, but I can give you two hundred or five hundred right now. now. Yeah, you know, the down payment just to get you. You could on have your gotten feet. buck. You could have ran to buck and been like, Hey, hey oh, pal. Shit, you get the two hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, can yeah. you loan me that two hundred dollars? I promise I'll give it back to you. Oh, you know Buck would have. He totally would have. Yeah. So once so again, they're holding the seance in the living room, and then we cut the buck, fuck it around the banister again, and then finds more money. I mean, as a kid, I fucked around on so I I wrote down so many ba- like I thought it was the kid thing to do. 
And then Buck finds where the money's been stashed, and it's in the staircase. Yeah. Which I'm surprised. You know what? That's um, a cool hiding spot. Well, I'm surprised, Zorba. You got a whole fucking house. You're a fucking scientist. You're a fucking engineer. You've captured, and you're going to hide the money in the staircase? It's pl- it's hiding in plain sight. Give right? me a fucking Indiana Jones storyline where they got to trace back all the fucking clues <laughs> so they can find out where the fucking money is. I need invisible ink. I need fucking burned notes. I need a fucking trap. Right. Okay. I guess with Zorba's really being so eccentric as he claims to be, I yeah. guess you're right. I kind of like the idea of it's hidden in plain sight. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, oh, you know what? You could still do hidden in plain sight. It's there the entire time. You were just like, you know, scrambling around to find it, you know? <laughs> okay. To the movie. Like he gave so many clues. You kind of got it's way right lost. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been here the entire time. It's been here the whole Fuck time. Fuck you, Zorba. Fuck you, Zorba. <laughs> <laughs> so then we come. Back to the seance. Ben, was it? I'm sorry. Buck finds the money. His dad comes out, Cyrus, and just be like, go to bed. He's just like, oh, just another five minutes. <laughs> and then he's just like, fine. He's, uh, real lax on the parenting. Real lax on the parenting. Because, like, forget about the sands happening behind this curtain here. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's <laughs> like, we're not doing anything. We're just sitting around. We're just eating shit, you know? But then uh, they go back into the sands room, and Cyrus is getting possessed by um zorba's ghost yeah and all he's saying is zorba zorba Zorba. which is weird though because in a second he gets possessed by zorba but then cyrus sees the ghost of zorba so it wasn't wasn't like a real possession it only possesses him for only for like a few seconds yeah speaking of possession i saw exorcist believer yesterday how did you feel about it um can we spoil it yeah spoil it? it Man, all right. So I thought uh, David Gordon Green, which has done a bunch of other stuff um, in the last few years, some stuff of of note. Um, And and I thought it was, I thought it was kind of like, oh, well, how are you going to make Exorcist, you know, like more intense? Um, You know, like, oh, we'll just add a second girl to it, right? So it's like, yeah. And there is the whole. I got that. That's the idea of it. Yeah. And. The ending kind of had me a little fucked up. Okay, like they 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 kind of do the whole gimmick thing, like oh, we just gotta you know exercise these little girls, yada yada, and that's what it kind of feels like. It's like oh, they're just playing everything over again. The parents are traumatized; these girls are getting hurt, yada yada yada. And then I guess the demons that are possessing the girls are basically telling the parents, "Well, you got to choose one of them. We'll we'll let one of them go, Mm -hmm. you know, but we'll you got to choose which girl gets to survive." And then one of the parents is always kind of like on the outs and it's not really believing. He's not really participating. And he kind of just in like the heat of the moment chooses his little girl, you know, like, well, let my little girl survive. Let my little girl live. Take the other one, which is like, if I'm a parent, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. I'm going to beat the fuck out of this dad. You know, like you just told you just told a fucking demon you can take my little girl. Yeah. You know? I'm like, Ugh. and then all of a sudden turns out the demon tricks them you know lets the other little girl leave and literally takes the other girl the other the girl dies in the fucking movie and then you see the girl's soul being taken to fucking hell oh wow and i'm just like oh shit like (laughs) oh so then the the dad has to live with that consequence like 
basically well he won't be alive for long and then yeah so like as soon as that you see you see the little girl wake up like you see the girl that gets chosen uh wake up for a second and then you just see her die like just sees and just fucking close her eyes and her heart rate flattens out because she's hooked to a to a monitor and then you see her wake up in a fucking dungy basement covered in water and then hands just start coming out from the floor and just start dragging her down to fucking hell with demons and you're like and for a second, I'm like, all right, well, how's she going to come back from this? Like, they're not going to. So they just straight up kill a kid. Oh, man. I was like, it kind of made the movie worth it. But everything up until then, I'm like, fuck. Because that's what I've, I'm going to see. It doesn't matter. I never cared about spoilers. I'll still watch it. Because that's all I've heard was that it was just such a letdown. But that was like. But the ending sounds. That's that was horrific. Yeah, that's horrifying. It's <laughs> fucked up. Which I'm like, all right, I'll give it to you. But everything up until then, you're like, eh. yeah, nothing was surprising or special okay. uh, up until that point. Up until that point. Yeah. And we're back to the movie. But don't worry. It's okay. They just had the seance. <laughs> they just had the I seance. I don't really think you need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going back a couple. A couple bit. Yeah, we only got about like another 10 minutes of the movie left. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> I, I think this works. <laughs> this this works. This actually works. I mean. Again, it was the greatest episode ever. Sorry, you guys will never get to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the so then we cut to for again, Ben's too motherfucking comfortable. They're having a séance in the middle of the fucking night. Ben just walks into the fucking house. We know now that he's probably walking in the house to look for the fucking treasure. Again. But he runs into Buck at, right at the entrance and Buck finds the money. Yeah, and he's like and shows Ben. He's like, "Ben, I did it. I did it." Um and then that's when Ben's like Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. We'll give your parents the money in the morning. In the morning. Just go to bed. It's it's a it's a little bit of an unusual seance. All right. So like I said, Zorba gets possessed. Cyrus gets possessed by Plato. Cyrus walks over to the mantle. He puts on the glasses so everybody can see the ghost of Zorba walk down from the mantle and then gets possessed. Then possesses Cyrus again. And then he starts screaming. And what does he start saying? 13. Oh, that's, that's all he says? Saying. 13. 13. So he's foreshadowing that somebody's going to die tonight. Which, again, <laughs> if I was Cyrus, I would have felt pretty fucking bad. Because I would have been like, oh, shit, we were supposed to leave tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was supposed to take my family to safety tonight. Oh, fuck me. <coughs> and then Plato Zorba just walks backwards back to the mantle. So, I mean, I'll give it. I'll give you that. They're they're they still give you some mystery to the story, right? Where we're, we're not given everything. So then Cyrus is basically telling Elaine, they're like, "You got to bring him back. We need to know more." And she's like, "No, the ghosts are restless. Death walks tonight." And then they saw all start looking at each other. That's the moment you motherfucking leave. Leave. That's the moment you leave the fucking house. And then we cut to Zorba's the reveal. Room. That Mr. Spooky Cobweb Pants was Ben. Was Ben the entire time. It was. You think that since that costume is in Plato Zorba's room, you think like that was their kink, like <laughs> ghost, yeah, ghost maybe, kink. Maybe it's a, oh. that's another layer. They had a ghost kink that together. Because it's the same scene where we get introduced to Ben, where he's walking, shuffling out of Plato's room, where he kept up against his ghost outfit. And then he like he like messed with the bed again, making sure that the suffocation, erotic asphyxiation. Because now yeah. Ben's in too far, so <laughs> he's like, I gotta kill another person. Yeah, he's like, he's like, some people know too much. 
and now I got to kill a kid. Now I got to kill a kid. That's so. I would have been that would have been nice, kind of like in our version of the movie. <laughs> in our version, <laughs> where where Ben has to realize he has to kill Buck, so he just feels real conflicted about it, and he's just like, "Fuck, I got to kill this kid." Now. Yeah, because in this he isn't. He's like, "Up." Oh. Time to go kill the kid. Yeah, because he's real nonchalant about it. Right? Yeah, he's like, gonna... all right. He like Ben. Ben is our Buck is sleeping in his bed, and Ben just goes and scoops him up, brings him to the like suffocation squish bed. And this is how Courtney kind of came up to the theory that Ben and Plato were lovers was because Ben knows way too much about this house. Mm-hmm. He knows the ins and outs. He knows where everything is. He knows where the the canopy knob is. And I'm just like, how would he know all this? And Corny was just like, yeah, you know, because he has like, an intimate knowledge, an intimate knowledge of the house. <laughs> and like, if you were going to kill Zorba, Ben, you could have done it a much simpler way than this fucking extravagant bet. Well, I mean, you know, he would have, he would have, whatchamacallit, it would have looked like, it wouldn't have looked like an accident. It would have looked like he fell asleep in his, he would have died in his sleep. Excuse me. Yeah. So it would have been actually pretty easy unless you knew that that knob was there. The the, the cops aren't going to investigate that, you know. And then we have the slowest death possible. Yeah, because that's what I mean. Led, the the canop- canopy ledge suffocation bed is slowly, you know, lowering down on Buck. But mm-hmm. while this is happening, the ghost of Zorba comes through the vent, which is great. <laughs> And then starts chasing Ben over to the bed because he's spooking him. I, I think it's the same masks too. That it's like, the same. It is the same mask. I think Ben and Plato are using the same mask. I, I, I like, and I like your addition to our theory is that it must have been a ghost king. So they have like these spooky masks with each other. <laughs> but anyway, Ghost of Zorba pushes Ben into the suffocation bed. And then Which, Ben gets it. Yeah, as Buck wakes up and and watches this whole thing happen, sees his uncle hold down a a, a man as he gets ghost uncle. Yeah, his go and the ghost uncle stares at Buck, and I'm, that's gonna fuck up. Buck and again, you life. said this great last time. You're like, imagine Buck's point of view. Like this was your friend. Now we know Ben was disgusting. <laughs> And a predator or whatever. A liar. A manipulator. Liar, manipulator. Whatever. Murderer. But to Buck, he was his friend. Yep. And to see this again, your dead ghost uncle squishing your friend to t- or putting it. It's just, yeah. Just it's murdering. Morbid. My ghost uncle murdered my friend. Yeah. And then looked at me as he did it. Looked. It means he did it. Ghost. Or yeah. My best friend slash future <laughs> brother-in-law. Friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he was going to keep Medea's beard. Gonna keep, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I guess not anymore because, you know, Ben was trying to kill Buck. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe Buck realized that. Who knows? Like, why was I in this bed and I woke up to it? Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like, that's but weird. But he still wouldn't know because Ben is dead now. You wouldn't. Fair. Yeah. You maybe would have assumed that the ghost brought you there for some yeah, reason. Cause... Or tried to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then this is. And then it gets even weirder. And then here we go. It gets even weirder. We just cut to the next morning. And, and they're, they're counting just, money. They're just counting the their money. just counting the fucking money. Aw, oh, gee golly. Not... Oh, gee, gee golly, that Ben guy died. He sure was nice. Get the fuck out of like, here. And then Buck finds the fucking mask. Yeah, the kink mask. <laughs> kink the, mask. The ghost gimp mask. <laughs> the ghost gimp mask. 
and then he just like he's like oh and he scares the family and the family's like oh gee shucks oh buck you little goof put that away oh it smells awful ben died two minutes ago yeah literally hours (laughs) hours ago and they sure are happy now because they got money well they got money (laughs) they got their money they found it but we and allegedly the ghosts aren't there anymore but they're going to come back, according to yeah, cause the Because I guess maybe Zorba was holding the ghosts back. But now that Zorba's, you know, finished business is now concluded. Yeah, he killed, he killed Ben, so now he can rest peacefully. Yeah. And then Elaine, the, the medium, is be like, they'll be back. And then we kind of find out that there's, there's $10,000. And this is like the most play money that play money yeah, has ever played so on TV. Jokey. But... Oh, I get it. Maybe Elaine did that. So I'm I'm seeing the the glasses float up and the glasses explode. And then it it transitions over to Elaine and she grabs her broom and she gives you this little like dun, like little wink. This little wink, this little look like she's up to something. And honestly, that's my favorite cuz I love her. There would have been more of her in this movie. But, oh, so that, that you're led to believe that she did that. Perhaps. Because Buck just asked her if she was a real witch. And then she's like Ask no silly questions. I'll tell you no silly answers or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then she has a broom. And then she sure is a witch. Oh, because she made that flow. She exploded those glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, all right. So they found $10,000 in the house, which $10,000. I mean, I got you. $10,000 would be a lot for me right now. Turns out. <laughs> yes, it would. Would have been. In today's money, would have been $100,000. But they were like, well, what house are we going to buy? Like, you ain't buying shit. If you work. If you work and you live in Los Angeles, you're not buying anything for $100,000. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Sorry. I just had to like... No worries. I just looked up The Wizard of Oz because like, obviously The Wizard of Oz, I know, came out way before this. But 1939 was The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. So I do like this little kitschy, campy, like, she's a witch. Yeah, like this would have been With a callback. Elaine, she's a witch. It's a great... I love it. Thirty. So this is almost 20 years later. Mm-hmm. She and she looks. She doesn't look twenty. She looks the older. same. She looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that concludes. Thirteen ghosts, nineteen sixty. Nineteen sixty. We we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, Courtney. Yeah. What would you rate this? How do you feel about it? Um. I'm probably never gonna watch this <laughs> one again. That's all. I'm just gonna say that. But did I have a fun time with it? Yeah. Um. I like I. Uh, five five haunted zorbas five okay um uh, five feels a bit high actually uh four four no it's it was a good it was a good watch the first time around i think if anybody's ever seen it especially for the campiness and for the history of it at least watch it once you know to see where where this movie this story kind of came yeah from. so i guess if you are really into 13 ghosts and you're excited about this new mini series or whatever they're going to be making. Yeah. Give it a watch. If you're into the classics, you're into the camp, the nostalgia for sure. hundred percent. It's not bad. It's just very slow moving. I feel like we've seen worse. We certainly have. Yeah. We certainly have. Yeah, exactly. Did they take a wrong turn? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By not leaving the house. By not leaving a house. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, you need a place to stay. And who's not going to. Would we survive? Absolutely. 
I feel like we would survive <laughs> any of these 1960 ones. I think ones. we would have just been like, yeah, leave the ghosts alone. They'll leave you alone. Like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. these ones really don't. Or we would have been in the basement with the like ghost line. Like, oh. Dude, look at look, oh. He ate his head. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, this guy's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We just would have been like, like, yeah, there's no food in the house because the ghosts keep fucking up our fridge. Yeah. they just I guess keep... we're eating out again. Yeah. Fuck. We do need to find this money. We've been eating out so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this modern version <laughs> uh, all right all right so tune in next time where we will be doing the craft yes the craft. it is yeah from 1996 yes 96 or 97 yeah yeah so it should be a fun watch um a fun time um guys uh so follow us on all the social media we are now on youtube so subscribe and click the bell for all the stuff to help us get to that next tier or that we next appreciate level it. we love you thank mm-hmm. you for listening follow us on tiktok and instagram and whatnot and we'll see you guys later bye bye